previously unfinished. Matt and Chris read a Halloween book for Halloween week, but that was not enough. There must be more spooks and creeps. Thus was born the month of Creeptobe Scare. Ghosts and ghoulies and creepy things prepare. Call your mommies. It's time to celebrate Creeptobe Scare. Hi, I'm Matt Yule. Well, hey, hi, I'm Chris Yule. Oh, hi. Welcome to Finish It, the Completionist Interactive Fiction Podcast. Oh, yeah, because we're doing different stuff today, huh? We uh, are. Every page, every uh, ending, every book, every wow. interactive fiction series. In every... the world. <laughs> Why do you get excited for this very special moment? Uh, That's right. Halloween spookiness. Yeah, everybody look out for all the spooks and the creeps and the icky things that go crawling on your bed when you're not looking. It's Creeptopeske. How are you so... Is that a sound effect or you just got to have a chain? That sounds bizarre. That's a sound effect of chains just to spook everyone out. Sorry, okay. everybody. I probably should have <laughs> warned you I was going to spook you so bad. But that's what this month is all about. That's all right. month this month. We're going to do only spooky books this month. We're taking turns picking them, and it's going to be spooky and delightful and fun to that's celebrate right. October. And uh, and so we we didn't put out a podcast last week, so uh, sorry about that. But Chris busted his back, and he, he's only able to sit now. So yeah. before this, he couldn't sit, so now he can sit. Yeah, we're gonna do, so we're gonna do two creepy episodes for you this week. So uh, stay tuned. Friday, you get a special surprise, another drop. Yeah, yeah. And we I'm hope not really... to record two in a row, but that's too long to sit in one place for some people. So we're not gonna probably. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I and I'm not really sitting at my desk. I found a way to lay down at my desk. <laughs> so if I found if I sound really different and weird, yeah. it's because I'm laying down. While it's recording. awful to look at and. Uh, I'm confident you will fall asleep at some point. Yeah, you have the viewpoint of like a small kitten who has cuddled up on my belly. Like, and you're just looking right up me at yeah, my face. That's true. A loyal pup curled yeah. up at your feet, staring all the way down the body. <laughs> all the way down the length of the body. Of his guy. Uh, so this week, this episode, I get to pick the spooky book. And we're doing all uh, Give Yourself Goosebumps so we're branching Ooh. out. It's not choose chooses this time. It's give yourself goosebumps. Yeah, which is the goosebumps branded uh, choose your own adventure style books from the nineties that I never actually read, but they seem pretty awesome. Yeah, I will say um, I'm gonna do. You can't do a retease on account. Of, you don't even know what the book is about, and you didn't even read it yet. So you're gonna do your read live today. But I'll do a retease right. because I got an ending in my read that is not just the best ending I've gotten in a choosing your own adventuring kind of book. Yeah, but maybe is the best ending to any book I've ever read. Are you serious? That's a it's, high. It's the it's a it ends on a scary joke and it is perfect. <laughs> I can't wait to find out what it is. I'm really excited. I'm also to curious check. if you're just like your bar has gotten a lot lower over these past couple of years of doing oh, this. Yeah. Maybe oh for sure. Are you reading other books while we're doing this podcast? As like normal? Yeah, books? sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Not yeah, as much okay, as I good. used to because I don't commute anymore. So right, lost a lot you of reading could... time. You should still take that commute time for yourself. Just yeah. sit on the couch. There's nothing like uh, hopping on the subway in a pandemic, just cruising around for no reason. <laughs> yeah. A little enclosed tube. It's, a good it's about self-care, man. <laughs> self-care takes a lot of different forms. Um, but before we get into the read of mm. whatever mysterious book it might be, mm. um, I have a little segment to kick, kick off Creeptope Scare. Here Great. the jangle. <laughs> Choose 
has this party. This party is CYOB. It's CYOB. It's CYOB. That's spooky. right. Yeah, it's spooky. It's a spooky CYOB. <laughs> Y'all choose your own beverage for in honor of Creeptobe Scare. And the drink that I invented tonight is called the Creeptobe Scare. Do you want to oh, hear what? about it, Matt? Yeah, I want to hear about it. Here, first take a look at it. Oh, it looks pretty. It looks kind of purpley and cute. Yeah, it's kind of like purpley red. Kind of like blood. Like I'm Whoa. drinking blood. Yuck. Yuck. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you what goes into the Creeptobe Scare. Sure. All right. What you're going to need, you're going to need uh, two ounces of vodka. Okay. You're going to need two or three ounces of hibiscus tea. Just two or three, just whatever. Yeah, it depends how <laughs> it depends how um stiff you brew it. Brew it gotcha. uh pretty brew it pretty stiff. It'll serve you right. And then you're gonna want about you're gonna want an ounce of the syrup from a cherry jar, like so, uh, from some maraschino cherries. Okay, preferably some good ones. <laughs> sure. And then you're gonna want a half an ounce of a cinnamon flavored syrup, and then Ooh. you're gonna want the juice of an orange. Wow, and whole orange, a blood orange, a blood orange. Oh, I get spooky. it. Um, I didn't use that because I wasn't feeling that spooky. Oh. And then you combine them all together and you shake them a whole lot with uh, ice. And it sounds like it might be sweet, but it's not sweet because that hibiscus tea is extraordinarily bitter. I mean, I'm so surprised right by now. that. I thought a hibiscus tea would be sweet, sweet tasting. Like it has sweet flavors to it, but it's tea. Tea's not oh, sweet ever tea, so unless you add sugar, bitter. right? Yeah, that's true. Maybe. How'd it turn out? Good. <laughs> I like well, it because you can taste the different parts that I told you to put in it. Yeah, yeah. But they, but then together, they also taste good as a taste. That's great. Yeah. And if you want to do a virgin version of this, yeah, then you just do it without the vodka. You do that hibiscus. Yeah. You do a little bit of cinnamon syrup sure. and a little bit, of, maybe a little bit less cinnamon syrup, definitely less cinnamon syrup and less cherry syrup, but put both of those in there and the orange juice and just mix those four components until it tastes to your liking. Because some people might like it a little sweeter. Some people might like it a little more bitter. Yeah. You like that tea, that tea flavor sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's really exciting. That sounds like a great drink. It is a great drink, man. And I'm going to drink it laying down. <laughs> 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 I am doing a dry month this month, which means I'm not drinking, which is well, like, what am I doing? you can do the I'm virgin doing? one. Yeah. Are you drinking a lot of um, fruity punches and drinks that aren't alcoholic? <laughs> no, I'm drinking drinking a lot of coffee. Sure, sure. That's water. basically alcohol. Okay. And I have you started have drinking some... tea. All right now I'm having a black currant tea. Mm. It's very good. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. It's not as good as this alcohol drink, but... Well, sure. It sounds very good. Yeah. This is a podcast where we read interactive fiction books. That's right. <laughs> Sometimes we just talk to each other about what we're drinking for 10 minutes. Here's the problem. I'm laying down and I'm yeah. having a very hard time <laughs> clicking into like professional podcaster mode. Yeah, okay, like, sure. I, so if if I sound too casual, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's Creeptobe Scare. Creeptobe Scare is spooky, but it's also casual. It's spooky casual. It's a very special, Um, very casual time of year. But I'm dying. Wait, wait, wait. I'm dying to know what uh, book you picked (laughs) for this read. All right. Well, the good news is it would be boring to just tell you, so I did make a little jangle. (laughs) Okay, here it goes. Your cousins have come from far away with two giant 
crates Inside each is something strange It's two suits of armor You, you must, must beware, beware The knight in screaming armor Night in Screaming Armor? Night in Screaming Armor is the book Very. we are going to read, I guess, every year until we finish it? Or are we doing different Creeptober Scare we'll Scare see. Choices? You'll have we'll to see. find out next Creeptober Scare. Either you'll be pumped up enough about this book that you're going to want to do this every year forever. Uh, so the basic gist, we'll get into the book shortly, but the basic gist of the, the thing is your cousins have come from the UK because their dad is an archaeologist or something. Mm-hmm. And he is uh, giving talks at museums, and they have two big crates that are delivered to your house to store them. One has each one has a suit of armor in it. One is labeled <laughs> "Good Knight," and one is labeled "Evil Knight." Oh boy! Uh, oh boy! So, and it sounds like uh, I think I mentioned we don't have a lot of experience with these give yourself goosebumps. But from the bit of research I did, it seems like a lot of them—not all of them, but a lot of them—kind of give you two choices at the beginning, and then those go off into their own stories. Ah, okay. Um, so we'll, which I guess is not so same. different than just having two choices and but anyway more specific two choices i guess yeah so with no further ado you want to jump into the knight in screaming armor i'm dying to okay well then prepare yourself to my life is ending (laughs) to read this book here's the intro prepare yourself to meet the knight in screaming armor your cousins are coming to visit you from England. They're bringing something with them, a little surprise. It's an old suit of armor from your uncle's collection. It's actually two. It has a really cool battle axe and a shield. And it has something else, too. What? Orders to destroy you. You see, what? there's an ancient curse that was placed upon your family, and the knight is here to deliver it. And that's not all. A ghastly-looking gardener with three heads, mud-slinging monsters made of goo, and some very nasty sheep are all headed your way. Whoa, sounds like classic goosebumps. Right? Yeah. All right, so you ready for first sentence? Yeah, I'm getting very excited. What is it? Pip, pip, ta-ta, jolly good, tally-ho and all that rot, your dad exclaims. Wow. Dad, you plead, please. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> See, dad's having a goof. He's doing his best British accent. It's not great. Uh, but he's <laughs> just joking around. He wants your cousins to feel at home when they get there. Because here they come with your Uncle Will, who's giving lectures in important American museums. And Kip and Abby will be staying with you for a whole week. Isn't that terrific? Your mom says you only half agree. Oh, you don't Kip like one of them? Saxton. There's last like? name. We get surnames in this. Oh, okay. Kip Saxton. He's your age. He's pretty cool. He complains a little too much, but otherwise he's good. He's a good dude. His 15 okay. year old sister is another story. Uh oh. Abby acts like she's queen of the world. You say she could be a royal pain. Sneaking oh, that's in a pretty good. Yeah. Joke. Uh, your dad's like, you'll have fun. Don't worry about it. They're bringing a big surprise. And you're like, what surprise? Is it cake? Uh, but before you can say anything, the doorbell rings. Guess what? It's your cousin. Nah. Um, it's cake. <laughs> so the first thing Abby does, look in the mirror, fix her hair. Abby. Classic Abby. Uh, Please come in first. <laughs> still the same old Abby, you say out loud. And Kip wow. says, forget her. Give me a hand. We got more stuff. Oh. Um, so you go out and you see these two huge wooden crates. They're taller than your dad. That's really tall because my that's dad's the tallest. Huge. It's the first thing you've ever seen that you were like, that's taller than, that's my, taller dad. than my dad. That's <laughs> how you measure everything. <laughs> You're like, what the? And artifacts, your dad chimes in. So as I mentioned, Uncle Will needs to store some exhibits here. 
uh, yeah, that's until rad. he gets into town. So it's two suits of armor, Kip says. They're really old from the 15th century. We call one of them the Evil Knight. It's been with the Saxton family forever. And the other one was uh, belonged to Sir Edmund Saxton, who is your great, 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 great. Well, you get the picture, whatever. Yeah. Grandpapa. Mm-hmm. Um, so luckily the crates are on wheels, so you guys all shove them into the garage. That's so rad. That's the coolest thing to have in a garage. <laughs> yeah, it is. But you see a label and, and you say, hey, look at this. And you read it out loud. Beware this dark and evil night. Cursed, cursed still, I think cursed, cursed still from long ago until a good night fights for rights, uh, for right. This night brings misery and woe. That's kind of spooky, you add. No, says- don't read that out loud, Kip says way too late. <laughs> So that's an evil curse on the whole Saxton family. Oh no! Did you curse yourself? Just well, the then? good the good news is you don't believe in curses, so you're probably good. Oh, okay, but Kip's yeah. like, I believe in curses. Haven't you heard the tale, the curse of the night and scream? Oh, sorry, the tale. What tale? You ask the legend of the curse of the night and screaming armor. Legend of the curse of the night and screaming armor. That's, that's pretty right. Good sound of legend. So, um, the king's best knight was your relative, Sir Edmund Saxton. Okay. And at some point, an evil sorcerer got mad at him because he killed her favorite dragon or something. He's not, nobody's, nobody knows. Okay. So she put a curse on him, the curse of the knight in screaming armor. She made a special suit of armor, sent it to him as a gift, but it was haunted. Oh, that's and that not night, cool. terrible screams and cries were heard from the Saxton castle. And in the morning, Sir Edmund and all of his family had been killed. What? At which point what? I was like, wait, then how are we related? So the next sentence says, all of his family is dead except for one, one son. So a little retcon wow. one sentence later. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to do all that backspacing. That's a lot of whiteout. Exactly. Just, just do a new sentence. So that guy has been was out hunting, so he didn't die. Um, So he kept the armor because he's too scared to get rid of it, too scared to wear it. So it's still Man. around. It's been passed down through the family. It's messed um, up. You should have gotten rid of it. You should just get rid of it. Yeah, just get rid of it, right? There's nothing There's nothing in the curse that says you can't get rid of it. So the legend says that one day it'll wake up again, this evil suit of armor. So we take it with us whenever we go on holiday. <laughs> it will awaken thirsty for Saxton blood and then destroy all that is good unless a brave and noble Saxton can defeat it. And it has to be a member of the Saxton family. This is something you dropped in the bottom of the ocean. This <laughs> solves your problem. Suit so you're all like... Walk out of the ocean. <laughs> It might just come clanking out of the sea. You don't know. I mean, that would look amazing, but it would take it would so cool. a very long time. Yeah, it would take a while. Yeah, you'd be fine. All right, so you're like, what's an evil knight suit of armor going to do to me? I'm not scared. So we're off to page 96 for no reason. Just to get you flipping around in that exciting way. Get you excited about the loosey-goosiness of this exciting new medium. Yeah. So Abby's like, forget about that dumb story. It's totally stupid. It's not even true. <laughs> Same old Abby, right? Same old Abby. But uh, long after everybody has gone to sleep, you lie awake thinking about the crates in the garage. Of course. Just as you do- start to doze off, you're awakened by a chilling scream, and it's coming from the garage. The curse, you gasp. <sighs> Is it the armor screaming? It's got to be. It's something out there screaming. So you can either ignore the scream and turn to page 13 or investigate the chilling shriek by turning to page 19. I'm most certainly going to investigate. Okay, that's very exciting. Let's go off to page 19 and see what's going on. What did you on. do? Uh, you'll find out. That's spooky. Scree! Another shriek fills the night. Uh, Kip and Abby are also wide awake. They come into your room, uh, and you're like, we got to go out the garage and see what's going on. Um, and they're like, scream. the what? <laughs> and you're like, I don't know, the the lolly, whatever you call a garage. <laughs> the lollipop. The the, the grimp, crimp zone. What do you... <laughs> the cromp. 
Crop. Um, another there's another scream, and Abby forgets how much cooler than she, the uh, cooler than you she is for a moment, and grabs one of your arms. Uh, Kip oh. grabs your other arm, just not forgetting how cool he is. Just regular same old arm. Kip. Um, so you get a flashlight, you go out to the garage, and you, you listen outside the door to the screams. <laughs> Why don't you wake up your dad? Why do you never wake up your parents in these? Because it's like you're on top of you. You're not afraid of some silly old curse. So it says quick. Turn to page one thirteen. So oh, quick. Hurry up and do that again. Uh, <clears throat> it is taking forever. Keep missing. Keep swiping too hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the garage door swings up and out of your way. Dark was never as dark as this. What? Everything looks creepy, and there's, there's monsters in every corner. It looks like, uh, but you're like, whatever. And you look at the crates, and they stand like tombstones in the middle of the garage. Uh, so they look basically normal big crates, except one is shaking rather hard. <laughs> That's unusual. Yeah. Uh. So you notice um, that there's a handwritten label on the top of each crate. One says evil night and the other says good night. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Why? Yeah. So uh, so you're like, which one should we open? And Kip is like, neither. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing you're thinking about doing right now? Yeah. But, and you're starting to think that like he, like he sounds really scared when he says that. And you're like, he sounds a little too scared. I think this is maybe a prank. Maybe you got my dad to come out here and get in that box. Oh, okay. And shake it around. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So we're trying to call his bluff. So you got options here. Maybe you should play it safe and open the crate Mark Goodnight. A suit of armor could come in handy if there is some crazy curse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or you can open that shaken evil knight crate. Uh, it's totally up to you. Um, is So the evil knight is the one that's shaking. Yes, correct. I'm going to open the good knight. I'm actually just running through this because it doesn't say that specifically on this page hmm. that is the case it is the evil night box that is shaking but like that's what i assumed but i didn't it didn't say that. yeah so which one are you opening i'm sorry i'm opening the good night all right that's exciting we're off Why? to page 33 because like who knows what's gonna happen i also like that we just maybe should just say that's exciting every like five minutes or so while we do our podcast <laughs> just to make sure people yeah i assume a lot of times people take their headphones off or whatever, put them down but if they hear me like that's exciting yeah, yeah, yeah. like maybe they'll be like huh <laughs> well, 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 i need that um okay so you open the you you're like let's open the good night so you don't want to take any chances but then yeah. there's another terrible scream and the evil night crate starts rattling again i guess it had stopped um you cling to kip or is it abby it's hard to tell in the darkness it's all the this... same in the dark with the cousins <laughs> <laughs> so the evil night crate is getting closer to you it's rocking so hard then it tips backward oh it's going back and forth forth and, and it, you're afraid it's going to fall on you and crush you so you're trying yeah. to pull your cousins out of the way. You scream, let's bail. Yeah. And they're like, what does that a- mean? <laughs> <laughs> come on. There's no water. We're not in a boat. <laughs> you're like, come on, you guys. Uh, but you only get a couple steps and then something blocks your escape out of the garage. A horrible beast, Kip cries, or rather, an horrible beast. <laughs> which is, <laughs> And Abby screams and is jerked away from you. What? You drop your flashlight like a goofus. Oh, you could have used that. Uh, And she's yelling, there's something wrapped around her leg. You start to go her way to help, but you feel sharp claws scrape across your cheek. What? Hurry, go to page 15. What? There's something else going on here other than just a a suit of armor, huh? Yeah. You thought the the shaking suit of evil armor inside of a big box was the threat. You didn't know about the monster, maybe. Um, You jump back and you start feeling around the walls in the dark and you're looking for the light switch and you find it. You flip it on. Now you see it. The monster blocking your escape route is a lawnmower. What? The sharp nailed fingers that rake across your cheek are exactly what they felt like a garden rake. Oh. And the snake coiled around Abby is a hose. But that crate is still shaking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I knew it all along, Abby says. This whole thing is ridiculous. Uh, meanwhile, ee, whatever's in the <laughs> evil night crate 
is shaking around and lurches forward and knocks Abby down, which is kind of funny. Slam old Abby. Off to page 131, which is very much almost the very end of the book, which is just kind of, kind of cool when that happens. Man, that really faked me out. I thought there was some gremlin or something jumping on my face. Yeah, I did too. That's spooked. Um, this month is going to be too scary for me, I think. <laughs> I don't know if I could do this. Twice in one week? This is going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to be horrible. Um, all right, so Kip is helping Abby up, and it's kind of up to you to do something, but you don't know what to do. Should you open the evil knight crate and confront the enemy, whatever it is? I mean, maybe it is a practical joke. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe you should open the good knight crate. It's, this is that option again in a different place because you didn't quite get to it on account of I'm I'm sticking with it. I want right. to get my... I think I can open it. I can get in the suit of armor, and then I'll have the memories and training Whoa. skill of all the knights who came before me, and I will be able to vanquish vanquish the evil knight, and and Kip will finally be mine. <laughs> nice, that's beautiful. Thanks. I mean, it's not likely legal, but it is. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're like, we have to free the good knight. Maybe we can help us fight the curse. And Kip is like, but but but, and Abby's like, just open it, and get it over with. Same old Abby. <laughs> So your fingers fly over the buckled leather straps that hold it closed, and Kip gets the one on the bottom. I don't know why it says it. So then you start opening the crate. The clanking of the other uh, box is louder than ever. Ugh. Uh, you shine a flashlight annoying. inside. Abby gasps. We turn to page 50. I bet it's not a knight. I bet it's something else. I bet it's like a dude. There's a flash of light, and then there's nothing in this crate. What? I thought you said there was armor in here. There was Abby Huffs acting cool again, but now it's gone, okay? <laughs> It keeps like, that's impossible. Wait a, a ton when we moved it. So she's like, look, somebody must have taken the armor. Hmm. Uh, probably. And then the evil knight starts screaming really, really loud. And then it starts laughing hideously and wickedly. Oh. Um. So then someone says, <laughs> doesn't say who says it. It's the curse. The evil knight killed, it maybe it's you. The evil knight killed Sir Edmund Saxton and now he's taking his armor. What's Whoa, next, do you how? say in disbelief, or who? Oh, no. Uh, but then you see something. On the floor of the crate, there's a jagged piece of parchment paper. Oh, is it like a magic poem, and I read it, and then all of a sudden the armor's on me? Maybe. Do you pick it up? This cursed thing is seeming less and less silly by the second. Of course I pick so, it up. I need it. If you pick up paper up and see what it says, turn to page 70. If you decide this whole business is too weird for your taste, and it's time to close the crate back up again and call the police, <laughs> turn to page 9. <laughs> I'm picking up the thing. I'm picking okay, up the paper of pa- with the power poem. Oh, I'd hate to wait a year to find out what this piece of paper said. <laughs> hey, look what I found. You yell, it's a note or a piece of one, and you start reading out loud, which must make Kip nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Only a knight and Saxton born can break the curse that now we mourn. But they who wear Sir Edmund Steele must prove their courage and strength are real. Before the break of day brings light, one good shall fight one evil knight. Whoa. That's funny. It sounds like a challenge. How boring, Abby complains. (laughs) Wow. She's bored, huh? Yeah. Man, Uh, what's going on with her? So you're like, what do you think it means? And Kip is like, "Uh, we got to find Sir Edmund's armor. Or I got to prove myself and then I can find his armor, maybe? That's what I would think. I would just start doing brave things. Like, I don't know, jump over, try and jump over something. Like, jump over that rake. Oh, yeah, do a sweet jump. Yeah, put a bunch of nails on the ground and walk across them with my shoes on. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Whoa, can you yeah. really do that? Yeah, I mean, not so like Kip, pointing uh, up. Oh yeah, yeah. That oh yeah, that's smart. Pound them in on the floor, just, so it's just fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so Kip is like, that looks like it's been torn out from somewhere. Maybe if we find more pieces of the poem, we can figure out what the armor is, like a puzzle. It's a poem hunt, a poem hunt. We're going on a <laughs> poem hunt. Abby says it's the stupidest thing she's ever heard. Also, she adds that she is sleepy. <laughs> Uh, but then what, Kip what yawns, the a big box? yawn, and you really? start feeling really sleepy. Oh no, it's part of the curse. 
you let yourself curl up on the floor and if you wake up and are with your cousins turn to page 20 if you wake up all alone turn to page 47 that's a weird amount of control they're giving me over my you are the author now cousins are bugging me a little bit (laughs) but i'm gonna be worried about them yeah now i'll wake up with them okay off to page 20. Okay, so you wipe, you rub the sleep out of your eyes, and you see Kip and Abby, but you're not in the garage anymore. Uh-oh. A bare bulb hangs from a wire in the ceiling, Ooh. casting a sickly yellow-brown tint over the enormous cavern of a room. The walls and ceiling are the color of mud. But everybody's like, where are we? Yeah. Uh, you're like, this is crazy. It, it reminds you of something, though. And then you see a sign on the wall that says, The Medieval Museum. You're like, hey, we're downtown. <laughs> this is where your dad is talking museum. next week. Okay, weird. Um, museum, Abby shoots back at you. There's nothing here at her mouth is open when a great splat of mud hits her right in the face. What? It says, follow this dirty business to page 12. <laughs> <laughs> so she got a face full of mud, and now she sees what you and Kip are looking at. The walls are alive. The walls are alive. Mm. Would you paint that picture for me a little bit? It's a hard, I'm having a hard time. Yeah, it's not realizing that. Short, square-bodied mud beasts step out from the dirt-colored walls and start flinging <sighs> mud at everybody. That's so good. You get a glob in the ear. Uh, Kip gets one in his hair. <laughs> what a good thing for a monster to do, just throw mud balls. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Kip cries. Thwap comes the answer in the form of a special delivery <laughs> mud-o-gram. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, so the mud is hardening on contact, and I kind of make it kind of tough to breathe. Uh, well, then yeah. the mud slinger is getting up throat. on Abby. Oh no! And she's like, "Why me?" Because of your bad uh, attitude, Abby. Maybe. And she takes one of the knee, and she's like, "Ow, ow, ow, my knee." Um, you want to help her, but you can't. You got a problem on your own. Here comes another mud slinger stomping towards you, and then right behind him is another one, and another, and another. Why, why are there so many mudslingers? If you feel hopelessly walled in by the mound of menacing mudslingers, turn to page 55. <laughs> if you pull yourself out of this mud mess, turn to page 86. What would Edward Saxton do? Yeah, I feel like he'd smash some mud, you yeah? know? you got to pull no, yourself I'm, out of this mud mess? I'm about to take a mud bath in these fellas. All right. You don't feel hopelessly walled in at all. No, I don't. I have the power of the good night behind me. I can feel it. <laughs> There's no way you're going to just stand here and be muddified by a tribe of mud-slinging mud monsters. <laughs> it's so good. I love so how this is written. You duck a mud pie. Mm-hmm. You're like, we're getting out of here. Yeah, we are. Uh, And you notice that, you know, the light bulb is still swinging around. Okay. And you see the light is going right through the mud slingers. And you're like, the wait a minute. Bulb? I've got a hunch. This is just one big dirty trick being played on us by the evil knight. These mud slingers aren't real. It's an illusion. Yeah, they've been pla- it's an illusion planted in your mind by the powers of the night. Oh, man, that's good. It's a good trick. So you reach out and grab one of these mud mud monsters by the neck, uh, and your hands sink down into its shoulders, but you pick it up. Okay, and then so it's your, there. Op- your options are to hold it up to the light. Okay. Or throw it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw it on the ground. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's too fun all think right you're of gonna... the splat think of the glorious splat yeah it's gonna be good you throw it to the ground with all your might squish boom yeah There's an explosion of oozy mud mud fills the air you're thrown to the floor everything goes dark well that's a serious explosion uh you come to and their bare bulb is still hanging there but it's not in the medieval museum it's the one in your own garage ha 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 you hear laughter your heart skips a beat is it the evil knight 
I hope he's still inside of his box and he's going to like monologue at us from inside the box. Uh, you, fell, you fell from my trick. It was an illusion the whole time. <laughs> You're out there, right? Hey, you guys are out there, right? Are you? Say something. Uh, it's just Kip and Abby. They're sitting next to you laughing and pointing at you. Why? That's not nice. The two crates aren't doing anything. There's nothing weird happening. What? Uh, no mud anywhere. Dream. Did you see anything weird a moment ago? Not me, Kip says innocently. Not I, Abby corrects him. <laughs> Same Nailed old it. Abby. I either, I guess. Me either, Abby corrects you. Don't you know anything? Wow. One thing you aren't imagining, Abby hasn't changed a bit. She always has to have the last word in, and then there's no punctuation, and then it says the end. Oh, the last word in the end. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Why are they laughing? That was such a bad ending. I got so excited because you got this amazing ending that you can't stop talking about. And that was my ending? I guess I had it was all a dream or something? Yep. I just wanted to splat the mud man on the ground. Yep, I know. I guess you should have held it up to the light to, to show that it was just... I know I was supposed to do that, but I wanted to splat him on the ground. <laughs> I got egregiously punished. I mean, the good news is you got to splat it on the ground. You did good. It was pretty satisfying. I did not like that. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I've waited a whole another year to do another one. Yep, sorry. So, So they were sitting there laughing. Yeah. And we're all in the garage. So did the first part happen? Or we went to the garage and heard the screaming? My read might shine a little light on that moment. Okay. Okay. I hope so. I sure hope so, because that's going to really stick with me. I think it does, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, should we take a little breather with a quizzy whizzy? Yeah, you got lucky. <laughs> we'll skip the deep sea fish fact until we're back to deep sea fishes. Yes. I got a good one, too. When you reverse the quiz, you'll find that what you end up with is called which choose, choose your, your own, own am I. All right. I hope you're ready for a quiz because that's what time it is now. I'm ready. I've got my smartest part of my brain. I've got that in the front. I squished that around to the front. So that one's smart in the front right now. Yeah. And you're lucky because it's not a spooky quiz. We'll take a break from spookiness. Okay. Because I wrote this quiz on September 20th uh, before we recorded like three weeks ago and yeah. just hadn't gotten to actually do it. Yep. So, in honor of nothing and for no reason, <laughs> <laughs> of which choose your own am I? Uh, choose your own adventure for younger readers edition. Oh, okay. I'm not so super digging, familiar with those. Yeah, digging into new stuff. Okay, I like that. And let me know if we've done this this quiz before. I don't, I'm pretty sure we didn't, but... Mm-mm. It's been weird. Yeah, I All think right. so. So choose your own adventure for younger readers edition. Which choose your own am I? Here we go. Can you find your squirrel in the Statue of Liberty? Uh, no. Is that the answer? No. You're visiting oh. the Statue of Liberty with your day camp. No one knows it, but you've brought Charlie along with you. Charlie is your pet <laughs> flying squirrel. Charlie, my pet's oh, flying squirrel. That's totally uh-huh. different. And he's supposed to stay hidden in your backpack, but the minute you're inside the statue, Charlie escapes. If you decide to climb up the statue's winding steps to look for Charlie, turn to page 18. If you decide to look downstairs first, turn to page 26. But hurry, the statue is huge, and who knows what trouble he'll fly into. Anything can happen when a flying squirrel gets lost in the Statue of Liberty. Well, I mean, not anything. I mean, there's kind of a... Well, listen to this and see if you still believe that. You might find Charlie 300 feet in the air on the top of Miss Liberty's torch, or someone else might find Charlie in his hat. Okay. (laughs) This was written before the book. (laughs) Which choose your own, am I? Young readers. The Statue of Liberty adventure. One, two of those words was right. One of them was the. (laughs) The statue problem. 
<laughs> one more shot. How many None words of, were right that time? The the word the was correct. Oh, okay. The flying squirrel adventure. No, I'm afraid that was the Miss Liberty Caper. Oh, I have the seen Miss that. The Miss Liberty one. Caper. I have seen that one. Nah, All right. I'm gonna get this one though. You and your friend Sally like to hike together in the forest near your neighborhood. Okay. One afternoon you discover a beautiful tree that is the home to many different types of owls. Oh. Why okay. do all these birds live together in the same old tree? They seem to have magical powers. You can ask them questions about the future or ask them to take you on a magical journey to a faraway kingdom. What? Sally is a great friend and you both loves adventures. Uh-oh. You both loves adventures. <laughs> you choose what happens next. Weird. Which choose your own of mine? The owl tree. Yeah. Now, uh, it's just owl tree, but I'm going to give it to you. The, the I could owl tree. There. I could be there. the owl tree. That's right. Owl tree. You and Sally that go on a big adventure. That is really weird. Owls. So yeah. you find a tree full of owls that grants you wishes? Uh, it sounds like, yeah. Magical owl, owls. That sounds that sounds okay. Yeah. You and your sister are spending the summer searching for Champ, a mysterious creature who lives in the lake beside your grandparents' house. Yeah. One day on the lake, you tie a basket of bait to your canoe and lower it overboard. Suddenly, you feel a sharp tug on the line. What should you do if you decide to pull the bait up right away to see what you caught? Turn to page 24. If you think you should wait for another tug, turn to page 21. <laughs> think fast. This could be your best chance to find champ. A choosing your adventure about fishing is really funny. And counting tugs. <laughs> Something nibbles at the line. Reel in the line. Wait for wait. another tug. <laughs> wait for another tug. Um, it's Champ. It's not Nessie because that's a different creature. That's true. Where's Champ? In America somewhere, right? I don't know. I can't remember. Well, the Great Lakes? Uh, yeah. Hmm, I'm going to say the Lake Monster Caper. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, none of the word the is correct. Uh, okay. Oh, it's Lake Champlain. Oh, that makes sense. Is it pronounced Champlain? I think it's Champlain because it's the Champlain of Lake. <laughs> I'm going to say... Um, Are you looking for Champ? <laughs> the wet beast story. No. The slimy critter journey. Mm -mm, that's wrong. <laughs> the search for Champ. Really? Yep. And there's no way it's Champ. It cannot be Champ. I think it's probably... It should be Champ, probably. It's one of the three stooges. <laughs> Larry, Co, <laughs> Merley, and Champ. <laughs> I always the like year Merley. Is 17... <laughs> The year is 1793. You live in Boston next door to Captain Fry, who owns a sailing ship called the Eagle. One day, up in your attic, you find an old treasure map. The search begins. If you wait for Captain Fry to return from sea, turn to page four. If you decide to start your search before he comes back, turn <laughs> to page three. He just swimming. Be careful, though. Bluebeard, the meanest pirate to sail the seven seas, will stop at nothing to steal the map and kidnap you. The pirate treasure adventure. Uh, no, one of those words was correct. Not the? Nope. Pirate gold. Nope. Any none words? of those words were correct. Treasure time. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close. Sunken treasure. Ah, that's good. Sunken treasure. And that's Edward Packard, Paul Granger Jam. Ooh, tasty. Get ready. You are about to meet Gorga the Space Monster. Hmm. You are strolling along the beach one summer day <laughs> when you see something that looks like a purple igloo. Suddenly, three green eyes pop up and a huge purple mouth roars, Gorga. <laughs> it's a monster. Is he friendly or mean? You'd better decide fast because he's coming right at you. <laughs> If you decide to run away as fast as you can, turn to page two. If you decide you want to bring Gorga home, turn to page 21. If you decide to hit the beast over the head with a piece of driftwood, turn to page 11. Gorga might take you to outer space or try to eat your house. It all depends <laughs> on the choices you make. 
That's so good. Um, I'm going to say Gorga the alien. That is very close. The first two words are correct. Gorga the monster. You now have three of the four words of this title. Gorga the monster caper. No. <laughs> Wait, is, Gorg- it was- is it Gorga the space monster? It was Gorga the space oh, monster. Dang. I can't give it to you, but no, no, uh, you, got it. you got there in the end. That's fair. You worked all day building a Ugh. huge sand castle on the beach. Okay. I hate it already. Now it's night and a big storm is approaching. You sneak out of bed and back to the beach to check on your castle. But something strange has happened. This sand castle has turned into a real castle. And you can hear someone inside calling for help. What can you do? What can you do? If you decide to run and get help, <laughs> turn to page 25. If you decide to go out into the castle alone, turn to page there is something. But be careful. Tonight, there's magic everywhere. Will you visit a haunted cove? Will you battle knights in armor? Or will you break the magic spell and make a daring rescue? Okay. Yeah. The sandcastle mystery. No. What you I got, got two of the words correct, and there are only two words in the title. Sandcastle. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, you gave that one to me. <laughs> I never got that. Why are they all only called sandcastle? That's so weird. <laughs> There's no naming convention. It makes no sense. <laughs> Your That's house funny. is on fire. What? One morning when you... Not you. You're okay. Oh, One morning when you... I mean, look around. I don't know. One morning when you wake up, you smell smoke in your house. You dash outside yelling, help, but you're all alone. Hmm. The nearest fire station is over a mile away, and your only neighbor is an old lady whom everyone thinks is a witch. What should you do? If you decide to ride your bike to the firehouse, turn to page 35. If you decide to run to the old lady's house and use your phone for help, turn to page 15. Think fast. The fire is racing through your house. <laughs> uh, witches versus firefighters. No. Firefighters versus witches? Incorrect. Hmm. <laughs> Witches and fires. <laughs> I'm afraid this book is called Fire with an exclamation point. <laughs> Come on. That's brutal. The Are witch for really the... threw me off. That's not fair. <laughs> Are you ready for the lightning round? It's just one one more book. Yep. So I'm ready for lightning round. You can predict the future. Ooh. One day you're playing softball when the ball suddenly hits you on the forehead. You pass out, and when you wake up, you can see into the future. In fact, before the picture fades away, you can tell that a downtown bank is about to be robbed. What should you do? If you head for the police station, turn to page 17. If you go to the bank, instead, turn to page 60. Be careful. Knowing what's just about to happen can be dangerous. A lot of things could happen now that you can see into the future. You could rescue a drowning boy or be carried off on an alien spaceship. Or someone could find you in their hat. <laughs> or you could use your new <laughs> new talent to become a famous detective. I'm going to say you can see the future. That's correct. You got one unnecessary word in there. Mm, you can see future. <laughs> Wait, you, you see the future. future see? <laughs> you can. The future? <laughs> you see the future. Nailed it. You oh, see the man. future. <laughs> great job you did you got like a couple right so like yeah, that's probably yeah, a really yeah. good score for I feel pretty good some about of this it. stuff yeah that's some tough stuff um, but now i'm dying to, to hear how you handled this whole shaky shaky crate in the garage situation <laughs> and how okay. it, may, it didn't lead to your ultimate humiliation as it did with me all right let's see let's see if if i'm right about how great my ending is okay. all right so we just ran through a lot of this so we don't have to worry about it kip and abby show up uh, they have two big crates, uh, one with a good knight, one with an evil knight in it. I read a curse out loud like a doofus. <laughs> Total doofus. Uh, Kip recites to me the tale, the le- tale of the legend of the curse of the knight in screaming armor. Uh, tells me about our shared ancestor, Edmund Saxton, and how he was all, his whole family was killed after he made a sorceress mad at him. Okay. 
Um, I go to sleep finally after lying awake thinking about those crates. Oh, you must be exhausted. I just fall asleep, and then the scream wakes me up. The curse, I gasp. Oh, if I ignore the scream, <laughs> the I go to pitch. <laughs> sit up and just yell, the curse! I read like a really good way to help you get up in the morning is train yourself to, whenever you hear the alarm, to just get right out of bed. Yeah. And I think you could probably add yelling, the curse, to that. <laughs> so that every morning without thinking about it, you sit bolt right, a bolt upright in bed, put your feet the on the curse. ground and yell, the curse! I feel like that would be a good way to start your morning if you, if unless you're a human being, because that's insane. Nobody can do that. Nobody yeah, can just I, get yeah. up when the alarm goes off. That's madness. Yeah. If you're a person listening, thinking, oh, well, that's what I do. Well, Stop good it. Good for you. You just probably haven't gotten Stop around listening? to not doing yeah. that. Stop listening. Still no, <laughs> no, I'm saying try not getting right up. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so my options are to ignore the scream or go check it out. I chose to ignore the scream. Really? Because okay, I was cool. really curious what would happen. Yeah, what just happened? Uh, so essentially, I pull the covers up over my head, try to go back to sleep. But the screaming just keeps happening, and it's getting closer. It's getting closer? Yeah, where so then is, I, I peek out parents? and there's... <laughs> there's something at the foot of my bed no is it the crate is it the whole crate the, I, I wish i hadn't strained to see it there's a shadowy figure no it's the night i shout as i spring up in bed <laughs> you yell it <laughs> <laughs> off to page 67 yeah it's the middle of the night to be exact <laughs> the shadow answers. it's abby you're like what are you doing in my room yeah she said i heard you here? screaming <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what's going on? Fair. I'm trying to sleep. So the Kip is like evil. That's what's going on. Oh, how does he? Um, but she's just mad because everybody's making too much noise. Uh, but he's like, no, it's coming from the garage. It's crazy. Yeah. Or Kip says that. Yeah. Uh, but I gotta go check it out because there's no way I can pretend I'm not hearing the screams. The night and screaming armor cannot and will it's not be crazy. ignored. So I'm crazy. off to page. Are they 19. not hearing it? They are, but I think they thought it was They're coming from enough. me. Gotcha. Or she did. Well, yeah. So then I go to page 19, which is where you go if you decide to go investigate. Oh, really? Okay, so we both loop back to both going to the garage. Yeah. Ew. So we got to the garage door. We're listening to the screams through the door. We lift open the garage door <laughs> and find ourselves on page 113. Uh, dark was never as dark as this. Oh, 11. Ignore all the spooky stuff that I, my imagination has thrown at me, and I shine the flashlight on the crates. One of them is vibrating. Okay. Uh, which one should we open? Neither. Kip replies. What did you choose to open? I chose, instead of good night, I chose to open evil night. Nice. Okay. So what happened when you tried to open evil night? Well, I'll tell you. Good. When I get... <laughs> we should Whoa. record it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. The fun's over, I declare. Oh, yikes. And I start opening the box marked evil night. <laughs> oh, wow. That fun really is over. Yeah. I'm like, you really had me go in there for a minute. That sounds pretty scary. Man, you guys are good. Kip and Abby have no idea what I'm talking about, but I, okay. I think they're pranking me. Oh, okay. So I'm like, who'd you get to help you with this little prank anyway? My dad mm -hmm. says my dad is just the sort of goofball to go in for something like this. Yeah, and we've established he's a goofball because he was doing the funny voice in the beginning. Exactly. So I'm chuckling while I'm opening the box because it really is a is a solid prank. It's a solid goof. Um, But I can't believe I fell for it. Speaking of falling, that's what the front door to the crate does next. Oh, it falls? Yeah, kind of an unnecessary segue. You could just write it's, what It's happened. a whole lot of segue. It's also what your lower jaw does. It falls open. Okay. Is this the rest uh, of the book just scream, all huh? things falling? Is the rest of the book just all things falling? Yeah, it's just <laughs> a, it's a long bit on 
uh, but I try to scream, but I can't because I'm so scared. Uh, right in front of me, right in front of me, is uh, the knight in screaming armor. I'm staring into the laser light eyes of the knight in screaming armor. Oh, terrifying! Turn to page sixteen if I dare. Which I oh, do. don't do it! Don't do it! No, I dare. Uh, oh my gosh, I can't do a scroll without going past. All right, the evil knight's head is a steaming hunk of black metal. Uh, but he's got creepy. a cool medallion around his neck, and there's something about it. I can't stop looking at that medallion. Uh-oh, hypnotizing medallion. With me standing there helpless, he he raises his heavy sword, and and he brings it down and busts open the back of the crate. Uh, and then okay. he yells, in the land of Saxton's, you shall be destroyed. Uh, and then runs through the opening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, away from me or towards you? Away from me, out the hole in the back of the box that he made. Why did he go that way? And I'm like, whoa, that was crazy. And Kip is like, yo, look at the hole. There's hills back there. And you what? look through the hole and it's not your garage. What? You see emerald green hills and a pale blue sky. And you feel the wind against your face. You're like, whoa. It's the perfect time to close the crate. Yeah. <laughs> but what you say is we better go through. If not, we'll never break this curse thing. That's you feel incredibly cool. to go through. That's very cool. Um, I like that. So. You're going to like a whole land of nights and spookiness? Yes, that's right. Man, so we stand get to go there through the hall, and Kip and Abby are like, "Hey, this is." You're like, "Oh my gosh, it's a whole new world." And they're like, "It's our world. We're back in England. A whole new world. <laughs> Everything is so weird. It must be an alien planet. Look at all these strange looking things." And you're like, "This is my neighborhood." <laughs> so Abby's just really pumped to be home, but Kip is like, "Hey, the evil knight wants to destroy us. That's probably why we're here." Yeah. Um. So I'm gazing around. I just can't believe what I'm seeing. And over on a nearby hill are hundreds of sheep. Okay. Sheep One wild-looking ram glances up at me. His eyes are glowing, I cry out. Oh, boy. The horned head of the ram morphs into the armored head of the evil knight, which sounds scary, but if you think about it, is it's not. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's never been on a sheep farm before. Yeah. He lowers, his, <laughs> he lowers his head and paws the ground. Steam pours through the grill on his helmet. That's crazy. I I'm like, it. he's going to ram us. Run for your lives. And we're... Going to page 97. He's actually going to sheep us. <laughs> That's a joke. So he starts a whole stampede. So now we got hundreds of sheep coming at us. Well, the sheep. Uh, so I wrap my arms around my head and wait to feel the pain of a hundred little hooves pounding me into the grass, which <laughs> is adorable. It would be 400 hooves, but okay. <laughs> um, so this is how he plans to destroy us, you think? It's, and it's a... like, was it a plan? It sounds like he's improvising. <laughs> sounds like he's a madman. <laughs> And suddenly, you there's nothing but the sound of screaming. Your own screaming. Oh. You peek through your arms. The herd is gone. The hills are gone. All that's left are prickle bushes. You're buried in prickle bushes, and they hurt. What? What are prickle yeah, bushes? Know. They're like bushes that got pr- little prickly leaves. Oh. Prickly. How are you buried in prickle bushes all of a sudden? I don't know. But Abby cries, ouch. Well, you can't help laughing because she's too. a human pincushion. <laughs> you laugh? Yeah, you laugh at Abby. Which is You're maybe in the same situation and you laugh at her? <laughs> That's weird. Um, So we all we pull ourselves out of the bushes. We all look like porcupines, which is funny. But then we hear some giggling. Okay. That's not us. It's these two miniature men laughing and rolling on the ground. They're both about the size of a football. Oh, no. Those little fairies or pixies or something? Yeah, pixies, Kip cries. Pixies, you say? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. How does Kip know? Are, do they just have them in England? Yeah, I guess they just must be all over the place. Okay. Now, let us know. Uh, hashtag pixies are real in England, and I live in England, and I've seen pixies. <laughs> uh, so they disappear for, for a moment, and then they uh, resurface in the bushes close by. And one says, this way out, and he's giggling, he's pointing to the left. 
And the other one says, no, this way out, pointing to the right. Ah, pixies. Yeah, so. Why are they got to be so tricksy? <laughs> I was trying to play trick. So I got to choose to go left or right. So I chose to go right. Okay. I have a feeling they're both. They both are a problem, me. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the right, Kip says. Like, who's he? What's he up yeah. to? I'm the one making decisions. Yeah, you're the, you're the one who chose right. But he says, let's go to the right. Probably right when I was about to say it. I don't like the looks of that cottage over there, which nobody told me about. Well, that wasn't even in the options. Because uh, he's like, why would somebody live in the middle of nowhere? The pixie giggles. One of the pixie giggles and the cottage disappears. Now it's over here, not over there. At last. Do you like it over here? Oh, that's the <laughs> do worst. Do you like it over here? <laughs> do you like it over the cottage here? appears right behind us. Or do you like it over here? Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, so now they're just moving the cottage all over the place. That sounds really obnoxious. Kind of making fun of us. Yeah, I mean, you kind of deserve way. it, but it is obnoxious. And then, so they, they say, where you are is where you're not. When a pixie spell you've got, Uh-oh. you should take the chance to hide. The wicked one won't look inside, and they're pointing at the cottage. Uh, Okay, maybe we should go hide in the cottage. Yeah, so then we hear the scream of the evil knight. Oh, boy. Uh, So we got to go hide in that cottage, like it or not. So we run to the cottage on page 82. The pixies were actually helping you. Yeah, they're messing with us, but like they don't want to see us die, right? Really. They can be like obnoxious, but they'll they'll still help You run out. to where the cottage is, but it's no longer there. Those nasty pixies keep moving it. Over here, the pixies giggle. Over there. Oh over my here. gosh, come over on. There. Over Not here. Cool. Over there. Run Not until cool. you drop on page 104, it says. Ugh. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Sorry. Sometimes I swipe and it goes all the way to the beginning. What's up with that? Well, I'm. you guys can't see it at home, but I can see him swiping and he's just like sweat. <laughs> running down his face and he's just attacking he's gone through three ipads so far it's he true. just keeps cracking him and he picks up another <laughs> tossing one. him over my shoulder yeah uh abby is like it's no use the, the cottage is never where it, where it's supposed to be i'm too tired to run and kip is too tired to run <laughs> Abby's he's done. like let's just take our chances with the night <laughs> he's like i need some sleep because we're little kids Sure. And I'm like, no, we can't sleep. I'm tired too. But if we sleep, the evil knight will destroy us. Yeah, that's less likely. So we're all fighting sleep, but we're kids. They fall asleep and it's just me standing guard. You go. Um, A cloud rolls over the moon. I oh. can't see anything, but I hear crackling underbrush behind me. It's like a footstep. Who goes there? I shout, which is an important thing to remember. If you see something in the night, and you're not sure what it is. Who goes there? Who goes there is good. Yeah. It makes you sound really official. And makes you sound brave, too. Yeah. So the footsteps are starting to get closer and closer. I'm hearing breathing now. Uh-oh. I reach out in front of me, and I touch metal. Oh, it's probably the knight. What? Oh, no. Because he's got a metal armor. Ah, you scream when your fingers touch metal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say when I touch metal, too. Yeah, this is what this kid does every time I'm he touches metal. I'm just afraid I'm going to get zapped. Wake up, you hear Kip's voice saying. You're screaming, Abby shakes your arm. Wake up. Uh-oh. Oh, well, come on. It's another dream thing? Your eyes flare open. Your hand rests on the cold metal head of a shovel hanging in your garage. You've been sleepwalking, Kip says. Uh-huh. We heard you screaming, so we ran to your bedroom. Okay. You got out of bed, put on a robe, and walked out here to the garage. And Abby screaming. says, they followed you to make sure you're okay. You walked up to the crates and just stood in front of them for the longest time. That's creepy. Then you reached your hand out, touched the shovel, and started screaming. <laughs> <laughs> That must have been really <laughs> shocking after watching somebody just stand in front of some crates for like 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> You're surprised, embarrassed, and relieved all at once. Was it really all a crazy dream? Turn to page 120. Ah, oh, man. What is it with all this dream stuff? You really had us going there, Kip says. I told you not to tell those stupid stories about the knight in screaming armor, Abby scolds her brother. You gave our cousin nightmares. Yeah. After a good group laugh, 
The three of you head back to bed. <laughs> you just stand there and guffaw heart- heartily at each other. <laughs> it's just, I, the part I don't like about group laughs is the awkward moment where you're just kind of looking at each other like, are we going to do a group laugh? Are we going to do it? And then what? Well, and then it's worse to be the one who starts it. You got that strong <laughs> eye contact going and you start yeah. that big belly laugh. Yeah. Um, so you take your robe off and you hang over your desk chair and you notice little prickly leaves stuck to it. What? I knew it. It's not a dream. It was real. You're like, wait, maybe it wasn't a dream. But you get in bed, you pull the covers up to your chin. Your eyes are getting tired. You listen for a few seconds to hear if any noises are coming from the garage. Nothing. Not this time, but before? Hmm. You think as your eyes finally close? Maybe. Oh, well, good night, you say, to no one in particular. Evil night, replies a deep voice next to you on your pillow. You feel a gust of hot air on your face. The end. (laughs) That's really good. That's really good. That's really, really good. Oh, they got us good with that one. That's really good. <laughs> this cursed suit of armor was like, I'll, I know what I'll do. I'm going to lure them to the garage with screams. <laughs> and then I'm going to sneak into his room and get in bed. I'm going to lie there in the dark. <laughs> and then that kid said good night. And the, the night was like, oh, no way. <gasps> no way. He just said good night. Perfect. Evil night. Evil night. <laughs> you feel his breath on your face. <laughs> just, a, just a suit of armor bed with you. <laughs> It's really good. He was just waiting for his opening. <laughs> as still and quiet as he could until he got that perfect opening. He's never been more satisfied in his life. Oh, oh that's great. That was a fantastic oh. ending. Yes. Come back next year to see how many times they use Good Night, Evil Night as a joke like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we should probably ever read that one again because that's that might definitely be the best ending. There's no chance there's a better ending than that. Well, thank you for such a good book this oh. week, man. Good choice. Thanks. Uh, the Night in Screaming Armor. It's definitely a, a recommendation. Finish It finds it terrific. I am definitely feeling the... Um, Mostly. Give yourself goosebumps vibe. I'm excited yeah. to do some more of them. It was a darn good read. I'm excited to see what, what you pick for us to listen to on Friday. It's going to be so spooky and nice. it'll be even extra spooky because it'll be on a day that nobody expects it. Um, <laughs> wow. Cool. Yeah, that was good. That was worth the horrible, dumb story. <laughs> I also very much like the part where the sheep gets the knight's head. Yeah, that was really not scary. But not a story, really, right? No. No, okay. Just a really good, like, joke. Um, All right, well, before we say goodbye until Friday... Why don't yeah. we say, I would like to say a big thank you to everybody for listening, but let's say a little special thank you to one person, yeah? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. <clears throat> please our compliments, you see, and concrete are constructive criticism, I have one. Without the other, why that be no fun? No fun. Sure, it's fun to get a compliment and not be criticized even a little bit. But would we be better people if we got some constructive criticism with our compliments? It's complies and concretes. Oh, hey, everybody. It's complies and concretes. Complies are compliments. Concretes are pieces of constructive criticism. And if, you, if you'd like to get a piece of constructive criticism or compliment, all you got to do is follow us on Twitter and then interact with us on Twitter. Maybe like, like a thing or like talk to us on Twitter. It's really fun. And then guess what? You're automatically entered to maybe receive a compliment concrete. That was really good. Thanks. I like how you, you stuck the landing. You, you, you finished and you leaned back away from the microphone and looked at me like, <laughs> 
Boom. <laughs> We're done, right? That's I it. done did it. How That's good was that? <laughs> it only took me 126 tries. Mm. But yeah, there is more to do after that. You're correct. Yeah. So let's use the random number <laughs> generator and see who gets the thing this time with the thing. That's it? That's what we're getting? <laughs> what? what was that? It's a cat. It's a cat roll. Okay. The way... <laughs> Today's Conflict Concrete goes to at Wesley M. James. Hooray! Hey! Congratulations, Wesley. Congratulations. It's a big day. It's a big day. All right. <laughs> so let's see. Let's roll this 20 sack guy for a compli. Nope. Hey, when you sit in a sofa, you make that sofa look good. Ooh, that's hard to do sometimes. Sofas aren't necessarily like the most uh, flattering thing. But you, yeah, it's you, true. Sometimes you, and you know it, you go to a party and you sit down on the sofa and you're like, Mm-mm. I can't, <laughs> I can't keep sitting here like this. I can't make this one work. My body shape is all wrong. This is not flattering to me or to the sofa. <laughs> and I'm going to fall asleep. But that's not probably not a problem for you. You make the, you make whatever sofa look good. Yeah, you're selling it. And I, I'm talking yeah. about any sofa. I'm talking about that sofa that I had. Oh, well, Matt, the sofa that we had in our, our first apartment in Richmond. The fold-out? The yeah. The fold-out futon? You can make that sofa look good. Yeah. People are like, maybe I should get one of those fold-out futons I've never wanted. This could be a whole career. You could be a, a sofa sitter model. Oh, mm-hmm. have a sofa showroom. Yeah. But then you got to be there every day. I think that's the problem. You, you're the secret, you know. Oh, it sounds so hard. You have to sit in a sofa every day. I think maybe become a sofa consultant and rent yourself out to places that's like better. You, you do appearances at sofa showrooms and then you make the big bucks. You have to be there all day every day. It's on your terms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll leave yeah. it to you. I'm sure you know what's up, Whistle. Give us a call. Uh, so let's roll for a piece of constructive criticism. No big deal. It's nothing to worry about. It's specific to everyone. So nope, 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 nope. Ah, has confused well-wisher, a person who wishes other people well, and well-wisher, a person who makes frequent use of wishing wells more than once. <laughs> and boy, if you accidentally do that again, but in front of people, they are never going to let you forget it. Yeah, just most of the time, just I we I promise most of the time it's the first one. Yeah, it's almost never. I, it's I don't almost never the wishing well one, yeah, which yeah, I yeah, think yeah. probably you know, like if it was me, I'd be like second guessing myself, you know, and I'd yeah. be like, maybe it is the well wish wishing well. No, one. just just it's the first one, and then just bow out of the conversation if people start <laughs> talking about it. Just don't you don't have to pitch in in that moment. You're yeah. gonna feel an instinct like, too, but yeah. just sit back. It's okay. Change change the subject even. That's probably fine. Loudly and immediately change the subject <laughs> with forcefulness. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for participating with us, and you're welcome for the complete and the concrete. We hope <laughs> that you carry it with you always Yeah. Uh, from this day forward. Uh, and we'll be back with more of those and more spooks, creeps, chills, and freeps. That was pretty, was that was pretty so tight for as fast as you that. <laughs> Uh, this Friday, actually, for another special fun uh, Creeptobe Scare episode. So tell your friends, hide your moms, skip the candy, wear a mask, <laughs> cut a pumpkin, and we'll be back with uh, more spooks in a couple days. Um, Until <laughs> then, uh, any last words of wisdom, Matt? If you are wearing a Halloween mask for Halloween and it's, you know, it's one of those ones where it's just like the front of Superman's head, 
and it's got that little rectangle slit in the mouth. You need you still have to wear a mask over that, like for or under it. I think wear it over it makes a stronger statement. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Most people know that you mean it. And also, don't trick or treat, right? I mean, oh yeah, don't do that. Just buy a bunch of candy and just eat all your candy. Just get the candy you want. All right. More wisdom coming at you soon on Friday. Uh, have a good week until then. Uh, and make sure to keep your business drier than yourself. <laughs> <laughs>